0: Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett.
1: Well, here we are back with the afternoon edition on the Thursday edition of Sound Off, KDAL 610 Radio. Uh, Kenny, back to this report that uh, we ended up the hour with about uh, what keeps the lights on. It did go on to say exactly as you were saying that uh, note that over the last few days, January 10th, 12th, 14th, 16th, that period of time when it was very, very cold across the country and everybody was looking for power, when demand for electricity had spiked, wind turbines had contributed almost nothing. Why? The, uh, yeah, had contributed almost nothing. And solar power is constantly pathetic Net, uh you know very low american can be run on wind and solar power the idea that that can happen is is absurd but the grifters promoting that fantasy are sucking millions of billions of dollars out of our economy with a goal of eventually shifting trillions of dollars probably into their own pocket but uh you know it just it, it isn't happening it's nice to have that additional power grid stuff coming in but it isn't going to replace as you said it isn't going to replace fossil fuels and yet you've got these goofball young protesters showing up to confront uh, uh what's his name from West Virginia the uh, senator uh from West Virginia and and screaming him down during a campaign event at a restaurant do away with fossil fuels, do away with fossil fuels, do away with fossil fuels. And then they go out and jump in their car and fire it up and drive away. Anyway, um, to, well, to go back to... The... If I could <laughs> yeah. add a little bit yeah. to this though, Brad. Yeah, Because absolutely. we
0: are in a, uh, a a severe cold snap. But it can always be worse. And it has been worse. And it will get yes. worse. For instance... The record low for today, January 18th, occurred 30 years ago, 1994. Not that far back. We remember a lot about 1994, huh? 33, yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> 33 <laughs> below is the record low for January 18th. Minus 33 back in 1994. The high that day, 21 below. That means, Brad, the average temperature on January 18th of 1994, the average temperature from midnight to midnight was minus 27. Oh, my God. I wonder if that's the day that my furnace went out. (laughs) Now, we can look fast forward to today. In the past five days, the average low temperature at Duluth... I'm sorry, the average temperature, Brad, the average temperature in Duluth over the last five days minus five. Yeah. And if the windmill stops, and if all the green energy uh, things aren't available, I'm sorry, you die.
1: Yeah. You die. Or or you hope somebody has kept some fossil fuel going somewhere along the line. Now. And, and they can do that.
0: I know I'm being a little bit extreme when I say that, but unless you have a way to stay warm, you're not going to be
1: in a very healthy state. No. And, and and think about all these people in Chicago that have bought their high-priced EV vehicles yeah. and now find the batteries don't operate very well when it gets really, really cold. Did you see and the... Even, uh even when they go and plug them in at their uh, Tesla plug-ins, they're not working very well. Right. The charging stations aren't working. That was the big problem,
0: Brad, is the charging stations weren't working. Well, once they fix that, everything will be okay. No, it won't. These cars don't perform well in cold weather. Exactly. Now, now there was a news story yesterday. I'm not sure which one, uh, which network was carrying it, Um, but it was a story out of a local Chicago affiliate. And the man was in his car and he said, I'm done with this. He said, I'm going back to gas. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Good for you. You know why, Brad? Because there's gas stations available where you can go and, and gas your car. And these, on almost these every corner. <laughs> climate zealots that are still yelling and screaming about it, bring us your keys. Stop driving yep. your gas car. I want your keys. I'll be on the corner of Lake and Superior taking your keys today.
1: You know it's not funny Fools. right now, Kenny. But uh, Tesla stock has uh, has taken a real hit in the shorts recently because of cold weather and because of some bad news about the you know about about the way the cars operate in some of these conditions but you're absolutely right here's the story i, don't know I if think you were thinking of yeah i don't know the, if it's tesla's fault per se i oh mean no, they're making electric no, no.
0: cars but they're making electric cars for a society that isn't prepared to handle this in a uh, normal fashion
1: exactly Uh, extreme weather increases EV charging time without any question of a doubt. And this story out of Oak Brook, Illinois, freezing temperatures and winter conditions plagued cities across the Midwest. And it did have some quotes in there uh, from some of the people that were sitting waiting. And you're absolutely right. Uh, And it's not... uh, (laughs) Kelly Sabria reports that electric vehicle charging stations are taking up to 90 minutes to charge what used to take 15 to 20 minutes, if they're functioning at all, it's been a little frustrating. One woman told Fox Business I had to change like multiple times every charge, like multiple times every day the last couple of days. I had to wait like 45 minutes to, for a charger, and then I pull in, it doesn't work. And then I pull out, and then someone else takes the next charger, and then I had to wait again. Electric vehicles are facing issues, including decline in performance weaker battery life, increased charger time, and even longer lines. So, you know, is that what you want to do with your time during the day? Sit waiting well, for a, a, you know, a charger station?
0: No. I mean, ask yourself this question and contemplate this. You drive into Holiday Gas Station. Or maybe you're going to go down to uh, Larry Guida's on 10th Avenue East and Superior Street. Maybe you're going to go to Jake's Pure at 8th Avenue East and Superior Street. What was your favorite gas station uh, in the western part of town, Brad? Uh, Sully's. Yeah, there I, you I go, Sully's. To go to you're Sully's going to Sully's time, yeah. to gas the car. You don't sit there for an hour. No. Minutes. You're in a hurry. You want to gas your car, get a pack of smokes and a bottle of pop and go. Exactly. This is not a function, a, a properly functioning system. it
1: not at all. It's got severe flaws. Well, not only that, you know, some people, uh, the late, local com- comers lately. Uh, you know, people that have just been thinking. Oh boy, those ga- Look at that car go by me. What is that car? That's kind of weird. It's a little bold. It's got a nice rounded edge to it. What is that? Oh, that's a Tesla. You know, the people that are thinking that, they think this is something new. Do you know that electric cars have been around for a hundred years? Does that surprise you at all? Yesterday, uh, Robert Bryce provided testimony on electric vehicles to the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources. His testimony is reproduced by Substack. Here is an excerpt from his testimony during the hearing yesterday. And he goes through a number of years. The history of EV is a century of failed tailgating failure. In 1901, in an article headlined Edison's New Storage Battery, the Los Angeles Angeles Times declared the electric automobile will be quickly and easily take precedence over all other types of motor vehicles. It said, if the claims which Mr. Edison makes for his new battery is not overstated, there is not much doubt that it will make a fortune for somebody. The media hype continued for the next hundred years. In 1911, the New York Times wrote that the electric car has long been recognized as the ideal solution because it is cleaner and quieter. In 1915, the Washington Post wrote that prices on electric cars will continue to drop until they are within reach of the average family. In 1959, the New York Times claimed the old electric way may be the car of tomorrow. The story said EVs were making a comeback because gasoline is expensive today, principally because it is so heavily taxed, while electricity is far cheaper. In 1967, the Los Angeles Times reported that American Motor Corporation was on the verge of producing an electric car, the Amatron, which would be powered by lithium batteries capable of holding 330 watt-hours of energy per kilogram. That's greater than the energy density of the modern lithium batteries. Backers of the Amatron declared, we don't see a major obstacle in technology. You ever, you ever seen an Amitron car? You ever heard one on the highway? No. They, that was a great idea that somebody had. Never happened. 1979, the Washington Post claimed General Motors has achieved a breakthrough in batteries that makes electric cars commercially practical. The new zinc-nickel oxide batteries will provide the 100-mile range that General Motors executive believes will sell electric vehicles into the future. 1980, the Washington Post claimed practical electrical cars can be built in the near future, and that by 2000, the average family would own cars tailored for the purpose of which they most often used short commutes. Then in 2014, just a few years ago, Tony Seba, an author who is currently a lecturer in entrepreneurship, Disrupted in clean energy at Stanford University, declared by 2025, gasoline engine cars will be unable to compete with electric vehicles. Uh huh. Yeah, right. It's just a fantasy. Uh, it is. It's somebody's fantasy. Hey, of honey, course, none of this has
0: happened. I'm going to Quick Trip. I got to get some gas, and I, we're out of milk. Oh, I'll get some milk too. I'll see you in an yeah. hour and a half. <laughs> I got to go get some. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did I say gas? Oh,
1: somebody forgot to plug the car (laughs) in last night. (laughs) Oh, man. It's insane. Insane.
0: It really is. is.
1: Well, we got Dan from Wrenchall on the line. Dan, uh, what say you this afternoon?
2: Well, you got your torp mayor who has a a ring in his nose, maybe from his girlfriend, who's protesting the, the gas facility that Minnesota Power wants to do. You know, Talk about, you know, needs to be replaced, Brad. This guy needs to go. I know he's. A Where, who's this? Where, oh, that's the this?
0: Superior mayor.
1: Uh, oh, the Superior yeah, mayor, Superior. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yes. By the way, Brad, is Ken, Ken's train, that's this high speed train that's coming up <laughs> weekly, and then it's going to slow down and creep into Superior. Is that high speed <sighs> train going to be run by electricity? You don't see them out protesting mm. Ken's train, you know? No,
1: you know what I'm
2: saying? they pick it. I and mean, I know exactly what you're saying. I think it's going to be fossil fuels running Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you know what? We not, we don't want nuclear because nuclear, we don't know where to put rid of the spent fuel rods. So there's a problem with nuclear. Also, when yeah. we do, you want to go in a mine and dig up radiation radioactive rocks? You know, uh, you, do you want that job? I don't think so. But uh, I think, you know, uh, we need the traditional forms of energy until a magic spaceship lands in Washington and gives us a, a
1: new. <laughs> and comes out and says, here's, you know? what we've been, here's what we've been burning. See this little charcoal coal here? Yeah, uh, this yeah. little thing of uh, looks like a rock? That's what we've been burning. People need to
2: wake up. They need to get rid of these people that are uh, politicians that are promoting this stuff.
1: Thank you. Oh. Thank you, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I think there is some answers out there, Kenny. I think there will be some changes in the future. I don't think there's any any doubt of that. That we will see as time goes on. If we live long enough, uh, we might see a replacement to the com- uh, to the combustion engine, the gas combustion. It's, the, it's here,
0: Brad. It's the hybrid model.
1: Yeah, it's a perfect.
0: Yes, It really is. It, it's a perfect system, I think. I don't own one. I know people that do. It's been around for a I long do time. Own,
1: I do own there one, you go. and I like
0: it a lot. It's a yes. perfect system, Brad, because you can run clean, green, and lean, but when you need that gas, there it is. What do you do, switch a button, press a pedal to go from
1: gas to electric on those things? I don't think we've been we've been spending enough time... Figuring out technologies where we can burn more and more ethanol. Ethanol can be produced by farmers in this great country well, of ours. Well, yeah, and you know we don't. There's some issues we haven't there. Done you... anything? Well, I know there are issues. It comes but with corn. That's what I mean. It we've comes not corn. been. Yeah, we've not been. Uh, we've not been doing anything with it. Anyway, there's lots of lots of issues out there. But I want to get back to this story. We got to take our first break here, and then I'm going to get back to this story from Marsha Blackburn because. There are some interesting uh, statistics in this about what we are doing for illegal immigrants in this country transferring money that was to be spent on veterans who have served this country and in some cases put their lives on the line and now we're giving it to illegal immigrants for coming here illegally. KTL time is 12. Let's go 12:28 and three, two, one.
0: 12:28. We're warming up two above now at the National Weather Service, uh, but with a northwest wind at 11 uh, miles an hour, we're still dealing with a wind chill that's uh, about 14 below right now.
1: Kenny, I just stumbled upon this, and uh, I was going to get back into my story about the the VA transferring money, but but this kicked me right in the you know where. Uh, we we don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl yet, right? Uh, no, no, yeah, there are playdowns coming out. you know, and they, we got a couple weeks here yet. Uh, but CBS is hosting the Super Bowl this year; they've got the game, All right? So they are selling ads. Sure. They have sold out the entirety of the twenty twenty four Super Bowl ads. Yeah. Do you know what an ad costs? For thirty seconds in this year's Super Bowl, one point. How many million? Oh no, 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 no,
0: Kenny. Oh, no, no. Two point. You how would... many million?
1: No, 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 no. Five. You would be stealing. You would be stealing.
0: <laughs> oh, well, sock <laughs> well, let it me, to us.
1: Let, let me first of all tell you that in nineteen, e nineteen sixty seven. Let's see, was that the year that uh, Minnesota played Kansas City? Was it 67? No, no, that was. No, that, no, no, that was that was Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay and somebody. Anyway, well, back Kansas then, City. a thirty-second commercial to the Super Bowl. Yeah, was thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Wow, oh, is that a lot? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Way more. I wouldn't be able to buy a thirty-second ad. But this year, the ads are sold out. Everybody sold out. Yeah. And a thirty-second ad costs you six point five million dollars. Oh, that high, that that much these days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oof-da. <laughs> man, wow. who can buy that? And and yet you you will probably see a couple of new uh, a, a new kind of sponsors in there that somebody will sneak things in, and I, I often wonder how. A chip company can advertise two, three times to for its uh, spicy um, taco chips or something for six and a half million bucks.
0: Well, we have somebody on the phone, Brad. Uh, I don't know. Dano, do you have six and a half mil to buy an ad in the Super Bowl? What would you sell?
3: Uh, it would have to be somebody that's making money on her own. I don't know. Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> man, man. Uh. Okay. So what's up, Daniel? What's up?
3: Okay. I knew when I was seven years old that batteries and cold weather don't work. When my grandmother <laughs> said, would you go out in the garage and you bring it in? <laughs> you
0: broke up
1: on us, Dano. Your, your Your connection... No, what he was, oh, what he was what, saying what is say? when, he when he was six years old, his grandma told him, go out in the truck and get the battery out of the truck and bring it inside. We need to keep it warm. He knew back then that cold weather affected batteries.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless somebody invents a lithium crystal like they had on Star Trek, these vehicles are not going to work. <laughs> did you ever notice that when people put solar panels on the roof, nobody unhooks the electricity from the house? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh I mean it's just ridiculous what these people are thinking. And then you get rid of gasoline. Where are you gonna get the money to fix the roads? Oh, we're gonna to have to tax Well,
1: they're the they're they're working on something there, Daniel. <laughs> I've I've heard that they're trying to figure out ways to charge you uh so many so much per mile that you drive or something with your ev vehicle but you're right those yep. people don't uh, don't end up paying the taxes for gas like we do
3: no and it's it's just ridiculous uh one other thing on the Donald Trump trial yeah didn't it yeah. used to be in this country that you were innocent until proven guilty now you're mm. guilty you got to prove yourself innocent
1: Right. And, and that's basically that's basically what's happened in both of these cases. Like I read you yep. this morning on this Carol, this this woman who claims to have been raped back in the 90s by Donald Trump. They they, they say in the story that the jury agreed that she has not proven that she was raped, but she's got to but she but Donald Trump's got to pay her. Yeah.
3: I mean, why didn't she come out in the 90s and
1: say this? Um, good question. <laughs> good. Uh, don't ask, don't ask those stupid questions I'm like sorry. that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, have a good one, sir. Stay warm. All right, you, you as well. Thanks. No, that was my concern. Why, you know, if she really feels like this had happened, why didn't she go to the police right away and say I've been raped? I, I, I I've been violated. Why didn't she go to the store? that she was in Bergdorf's or Macy's or whatever she was in and go to the store. Some guy broke into my dress, dressing room right now and raped me. Who was it? Well, I don't know, a big guy, blonde hair, because she claims to have not even known who he was and then discovered over the years. And I'm sure all of a sudden when he became president, then it was you know, time to get some money out of him and, and go after him and and that's and and the same thing with this with this trial that has been brought where they have determined they whoever they are i guess it's the judge in this case because new york has a has a situation where you can charge somebody um what they're what they've charged donald trump for in new york is falsifying supposedly falsifying the records for his businesses in other words uh, it, where he said oh, Trump Towers is uh, is worth six and a half million dollars, and this woman, this uh, attorney general, says he's been overvaluating or undervaluating or something uh, to to get uh, loans uh, to get uh, better better interest rates or something on loans. And we've discussed this at length in the past. We've had we've had attorneys call this show. And said, Look, <clears throat> whose fault is this? because you know what who, who first of all, who was harmed here i I would have to ask this attorney general who was harmed in this case if a bank was harmed <clears throat> because they gave him a loan at a lower rate than maybe he would have gotten wouldn't they have uh, had the right to file charges against him, but they didn't banks haven't filed charges." The attorney general, a Democratic attorney general of New York, has filed charges. Anyway, we got to go to CBS News. We'll be back shortly.
0: KDAL time is 1238. I've got four degrees in Canal Park. Uh, winds are out of the northwest at about 8 miles an hour. So, yeah, wind chills are still biting us. And let's go to Ashland. Uh, Ashland uh, checks in. Oh, my goodness, light snow, 7 degrees. They're going to have light snow throughout the day in Ashland, Bayfield Peninsula in general, uh, relatively light. But some areas of Iron County in Wisconsin and then over into uh, parts of the UP will see much more s- snow than uh, just a light dusting. But uh, currently 7 degrees in Ashland and light snow.
1: Now we have uh, we have on the phone with us Jerry from out at London Road Rental and Jerry we've been talking about uh, batteries for for vehicles and things like that. There are some work there there have been major improvements to work uh equipment batteries. And in fact, I have a series of things that I can use a hedge trimmer and a and two or three different items a snow or a, a leaf blower and some other things that I can take a battery out of one put it in the other and it doesn't take anything to charge it up. You, the, there are some improvements that are being made in some of those rate, some of those areas. But vehicles in cold weather really are not the way to go so far anyway.
4: <laughs> no, I just watched a, a video on teaching people on when it's zero degrees out of battery is only half as powerful as it is at 60 degrees. And you know, sure. people got to realize that. So that is one of the problems in the wintertime is the fact that we don't get you know batteries up here aren't the same as batteries in texas that's the other side of that now when it comes to your little hand tools batteries work fine because most of the time you're using that inside anyhow and your hedge trimmer, yeah. you're not out in the freezing cold with that so i know that even no. last year when they looked at this thing with our governor that was going to do the california thing on outlawing all small engines they, there was an exemption in there for snow blowers. Because they still don't make an electric snowblower that'll last very long. They make a little tiny one, but they don't make a big snowblower that'll, you know, you can't replace an eight horsepower engine with batteries that you can move around by hand. It's still surprising how that works. But we do have a few of the smaller battery hand tools that we rent out. We got a demo hammer, um, we've got some of the electric chainsaw for using up in the boom lifts. The concrete guys, we do have an electric concrete vibrator that they like because you don't have the extension cords in the mud. I like the fact that an extension cord doesn't come back covered with concrete. That does work well. Um, so sure. there are a few of that that is expanding. Technology will get there. It hasn't got there yet, but it will. It's one of those things that's happening very slowly, but it's it's improving. It's just we haven't caught up to it yet. So. Um, besides that we're just here in the cold it's very cold out i was just outside for a little while had to do our some of our own furnace repair here because we had a furnace in one of the buildings that wasn't working right that um, when it's cold out they produce more moisture than it does when it's warm we learned that the hard way oh yeah yeah matter getting the moisture out of the burning pot but so the guys are around here yet fixing everything for next year painting things we're just looking out it looked kind of foggy here it was a little dusty because they're Stripping some paint, some rust off of a trailer to repaint it, so that next year everything's in good shape again. Um, you know, this time of year usually propane sells like crazy, but I think it's so cold right now that even fishermen aren't fishing. We aren't even selling the propane. But remember that if you need <laughs> propane, stop down. I got a big five hundred gallon tank of it here for sale. So we'll we'll fill your tank for you. Stop on down. You know the the bar no matter
1: how stuff, small, no matter how small a unit, you'll you'll do the two pounders even right
4: yep as long as it's one that we can refill those little one pound disposable ones I can't refill, but the, no. as long as it's got the valve on it that we can refill it, yes, we will refill it so and we take care of a lot of those odd-sized ones for the ice fishermen and the deer hunters when they got their little baby tanks that no one else will fill up, and we'll do the hundred pound tanks for the contractors, so because there are
2: gathered
4: yep, somebody at uh, one of our regular customers, the gas company couldn't get up their driveway for some reason something that broke loose and it was totally icy so they had to heat the building with hundred pound tanks for a while so we're selling Ooh. them a lot so it's okay. bringing in the big ones. so we do we do do those sort of things um like i say it's just wintertime, it's kind of slow around here when they do have things start freezing up next week when it gets warm and stuff starts freezing and things change we do have pipe thaws for people thawing out pipes um you know, we do have the sewer snakes. When that starts happening, we do have some portable heaters for people. If you got to heat up a garage because you're working on something or in an area where a furnace goes sure. out, there's the little electric heaters for when grandma or the mother-in-law stops by and you just need to warm up that room that doesn't quite have enough heat in it. We do rent those sort of things. So, besides that, we're like everybody else. We're waiting for spring to get here. Just,
1: <laughs> just. Well, tell dollars. us where you're located. Tell us where you're 10, located, Jerry. 10.
4: Yep, we're here at 1710 London Road. We're on the internet at londonroadrental.com, and you can always give us a call at 218-728-2940. So.
1: All right, my friend. Thank you very much. London Road Rental, great place for your equipment, but they've also got the Traeger grills that you can cook outside no matter what the temperature because they just kind of are automatic and they'll feed uh, those little uh, those little biscuits into the unit, uh, the little wood biscuits, and you can you can cook a rack of ribs all afternoon and have fall off the bone ribs. They're, I've, I've uh, been available to eat some of them myself. They are fantastic. Well, now to get back to this story, the VA, according to a, a, the letter that was sent to VA secretary, Dennis McDonoghue, uh, Blackburn asked the agency to disclose the amount of taxpayer dollars that have been diverted from veterans to shore up resources for illegal aliens at the U S Mexican border. How much funding has the VA allocated specifically for the medical care or veteran benefits, including claims processing for illegal immigrants, including but not limited to those in ICE detention facilities or those who were deported? Blackburn wrote Blackburn noted report that suggested that suggested in fiscal year twenty twenty two Taxpayers paid nearly 95 million in medical expenses for illegal aliens. 95 million. Now she wants to know should should have been how much what that was used to support could have been used to support veterans, who bravely served this nation. Uh, additionally, in fiscal year 2021, Immigration and Customs Enforcement (ICE). Healthcare arm budgeted more than 75 million for the VA's contractor to assist with outside referrals and medical claims processing. Yet at the same time veterans and their families are rewarded for their service with months and sometimes years waiting for their claim to be processed. Currently, there are about 1,048,000 veterans waiting for staff to process their claims. It's about five months is the waiting period to get that done. The VA has created was created to support those who have served and protected this nation, and now the senior VA officials have seemingly placed these veterans on a tier below the flood of illegal immigrants that are crossing our poorest border. So I, I guess we need to know that from the president and from this administration is where are you finding this money? Because it's not in the budget. Where are you taking this money for the more than 8.5 million illegal immigrants, including the 1.7 million gotaways who are illegal that you are now providing health care for? It is unacceptable to see the VA redirect its resources away from those who defended this country in favor of those who flout our laws without remorse. As such, I ask that the VA immediately stop allocating these resources. Now, Blackburn similarly wants to know if the VA officials have received a a specific directive from the Biden administration to provide medical care or veterans benefits to illegal immigrants. She said, if this is happening, I want to know we have the right to know where these where these funds are coming from. If, if there are federal laws and regulations that allow such a transfer, then we need to know that as well. Last month, Representative Mike Boast, uh, from Illinois and Tommy Tomerville from Alabama introduced the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act to block the VA from using its resources to provide health care services to illegal aliens. Now, I again, I don't know for a fact that this is happening, but I've seen two different news stories recently about it, and it makes me believe that it is, in fact, happening. And we need to know, because it would be a travesty and a shame if that's what this administration is doing. Anyway, moving right along, are you, uh, Kenny, are you happy with uh, some of uh, the new mayor's first steps? uh, According to the Duluth News-Tribune today... Um, the uh, the administration under Roger Reinhart has said, you know, that plan that they were working on to replace the library downtown at a cost of, uh, oh, maybe 70-some million dollars, I think the figure was, 72 million. Uh, we're going to maybe put that on hold. Probably a big thing for us is taking a step back on the library, Roger Reiner was quoted as saying. I think I communicated pretty clearly that was not going to be a top bonding priority for me. Interesting. Yeah. I'm pleased to hear that. I am as well. Listen, I think
0: Duluth eventually will need some upgrade to the current library. Oh, yeah. Or maybe a new library. I don't know. I think the price tag is kind of hefty. But I've always liked this library. Now, I've used it a ton throughout my lifetime because, well, back in 1980, I was in my 20s and I started using it. But I haven't used it in a while. But I I know where things are down there. I know how to maneuver in there. (laughs) Right. And so
1: that I like. But uh, I've always liked the design of that library. I just... I have as well. I thought it uh, kind of a resembled a ship a little bit or something and kind of tied into the area. Yeah, USS
0: so, Enterprise,
1: right here in Duluth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> well, uh, some of the other things that he has said that he is uh, working on for a priority, and one of them that in particular that I thought in this story this morning in the Duluth News Tribune, our priorities remain the aerial lift bridge and the water treatment plant. We'll be putting our shoulders into the lot d development. I'm not sure what that is well that's the develop Maybe. that's the lot that's uh west of pier b ah okay so so the next lot over from well, pier no b. i don't
0: i don't know specifically where it is, but it's to the west of there. Of course, you have the old Superwood plant that is now operated right. by uh, Jeff Foster trunk, Trucking. I don't know all of their functions in there, but they have that that building, that land where Superwood used to be. But okay. it's down in that f-
1: vicinity. <laughs> uh, okay, and, and and I think that's a, a a good a good move to be. Uh, you know what happened with. Uh, with the development right to the west of, a, of Bayfront Park, it was a real plus, and I think that's been... Yeah, that's, that's the been, Pier B. Yeah, that's... So then you go I mean, B, C, fantastic. D. I'm not yeah. sure what they're skipping in between there. I don't know the exact boundaries of it, but there's some potential down there, and yeah. Yeah, and and then he goes on to say the other thing that they're really going to spend some time on is also the Valley Youth Center at the Memorial Park site. Good. And I think that is so good. Because Valley Youth provides so many services to underrepresented kids out in that area, and they've done it by using the facility at MacArthur West, and it doesn't really fit all the needs. Now they've taken down the uh, uh, the what what we used to call the warming house or the skating house there at at uh, at, at uh, Memorial Park. That's yeah. gone. There's no bathroom facilities. So if they came and built a facility there that they could use for the Valley Youth Center kids and it would fulfill some of the other needs in that area, it would be a big plus.
0: Yeah, so uh, Pier D Pier D is just on the other side of the slip next to Pier B. It's that, there's that big uh, rectangular uh, slab of concrete. That used to house the old Geno's warehouse, if you recall.
1: And so oh, yeah. that's where the yeah. Pier
0: D development is it's a large okay it's uh, you know a lot of uh, acreage there and uh, I hope some nice development goes in there so
1: that's a good deal anyway um this story by Peter Passy this morning in the Duluth News uh yeah we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, when we come back after this break because there's some interesting sidelights to it so we'll we'll get back into that when we come back
0: The premier supplier of CBD and hemp products in the Twin Ports is Sutherland CBD. And I happen to have Craig Sutherland on the phone. Craig, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm uh, doing well. I'm excited. I'm still uh, enjoying my Fuji apples from time to time. Boy, that Fuji apple can of chill. You hit a a home run with that one.
5: Yeah, we got lucky on that one. The flavoring, uh, the R&D on that one came out perfect. Exactly what we expected.
0: So I would encourage people, if you're uh, in the market for uh, CBD uh, products, when it comes to uh, beverages, where that can of chill is, that's a hot item.
5: It is. We're excited. And as, we're, as every day we have it, we're, we're expanding our uh, footprint on it. So we're getting throughout Wisconsin, or we're getting in the Midwest. We're looking at nationally.
0: Nice, nice. Well, talk about what's going on. You still have your sales going on? Yeah, I
5: know we have a lot going on. Yeah, we have the buy two, get one free going on and everything. Um, edibles right now are buy one, get one free. So that's online and in-store. That that That's going to be shut off tomorrow. So don't. Um, I don't know what time tomorrow. It's, we shut it off, and it kind of takes a couple minutes for it to hit the, the websites. But buy two, get one free on everything, so add, except for edibles. Add three items to your cart. One will be discounted. Edibles, add two to your cart, and one will be discounted.
0: You know, and you've got all the other products. We don't want to lose sight of the fact that that you have those awesome products for pets, and these are uh, products that your pets take, and it calms them down in times when they're overly excited. Uh, of course, fireworks and things like that, lightning storms. Not dealing with that so much now, but you still have them there. And I know a lot of people see relief for their pets by using them.
5: Yeah, you know, the time of year, times of year really dictate that that pet products. Like you said, 4th of July, and thunderstorms are big for that. And then this time of year, what temperature changes, dogs are aching. They're seeing more of a limp. It's hard to get around in the snow. So uh, at, at the end of the day, we have products for year-round for your pets.
0: Well, that's good to know, and I know you have two locations. Uh, talk about those locations.
5: We have 1420 Belknap Street in Superior, 4431 East Superior Street in Duluth. We have our bait store at 5701 Tower Avenue that sells all of our products.
0: Awesome, and again, you can shop twenty four seven online.
5: Absolutely, that store is open twenty four seven, like you said.
0: Thanks, Craig. We'll talk to you next week. Um, yes, we'll talk. Right. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. There you go. SutherlandCBD.com. You're going to buy topicals, oil tinctures, edibles, gummies, beverages, merchandise, things for your pets. SutherlandCBD.com. And Brad, uh, we're down to the final, uh, well, the final seconds of this hour.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot to get to in this last hour, so uh, please get your coffee filled up and rejoin us. Uh, we'll get back into the story about the city of Duluth and uh, Tim Walls's uh, uh, plan for infrastructure spending, almost a billion dollars. Turns out Duluth didn't get anything basically out of it, but uh, uh, they're still working on some things, so we'll talk about that more when we come back as well.